Hello, friends. Welcome back to another episode of Your Strongest Self Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Sam Chernock, a physical therapist and back pain specialist. And today I want to talk about how to handle back pain flare-ups. And I will say too, even if you're not dealing with back pain, these principles and this assessment that I'm going to walk you through and teach you is going to be super helpful for any pain flare-ups that you have. And the reason I want to want to share this assessment piece is because flare-ups are things that are going to happen. It's impossible to prevent every injury. It's impossible to completely prevent pain. And I believe, and something that I teach my clients, is that even though you can't prevent these things from happening, having the tools to know how to manage them is what's going to keep you, or it's what's going to be the distinguishing factor between you staying stuck in pain and you being able to move forward. I will never forget, I was probably three years into my back pain journey. I was, I had seen multiple physical therapists, chiropractors, body workers. I mean, every treatment you could name, I have tried and multiple different providers of all of those treatments. And around three years, I finally started to make progress. I finally started to feel better. And I just realized I haven't done an episode to really share my story and everything that was going on. So I will be sure to do that. However, I'll never forget when I was at the gym one day, I was feeling pretty good. I was finally back to being able to do more than 10 minutes of walking without burning pain shooting down my legs. However, I still wasn't back to my workouts that I was used to doing. I used to do I used to run. I used to do super high intense workouts with weights and burpees and Tabata type style. And I really loved that. I love being able to sweat. I love being able to push myself. It's that athlete inside me. But where I was at in my, in my back pain journey, I was focusing more on strength training. And I'll never forget, I was finally starting to be able to use some light weights. I was feeling good about my progress. And one day I went up in weights for my deadlifts and I was still lifting very light to moderate weights, but it was more than I had done in a very long time. And I felt a tweak and I felt that shooting pain down my leg and I freaked out. I burst into tears, ran out of the gym, went straight home and like sh- shut myself in my room, which is what I did. And I didn't want to talk to Todd. I didn't want to do anything. And I just laid on an ice pack and cried. And this feels very vulnerable sharing with you because For some of you, you might think like, oh my gosh, that's so like such an overreaction. But if you've been dealing with chronic pain, you understand how frustrating it is. And especially if you're in a place where you've been making progress and you're finally starting to see the light at the end of the tunnel and you have a flare up or a situation where you feel that pain that is 
resonant of that initial pain that you had that sent you on this whole journey in the first place, it can be really emotionally and mentally traumatizing because that pain is still in your nervous system. Your nervous system and your brain immediately goes into protection mode. And so for me, for example, I still was so affected by pain. I was still really, really scared. And even though I had made progress, I still had a long way to go. And so that little zinger that I felt, immediately I was like, oh my God, I'm going to have to go back to that very first time I felt this pain and it's going to be another three years till I make progress, right? We always think we're going to have to start back at square one or we think that we've completely undid all the progress we've made or that we made something worse or that we re-herniated our disc, right? Our, our brain immediately starts to spiral out of control. And so I just wanted to share that with you because... Now, being on the other side of it, I know that there are some tools that if I had in my back pocket and knew and understood, it's hard to say, right? Hindsight's twenty twenty, but this is what I teach my clients now, and I've seen this work of being able to stop and take a deep breath and do a quick assessment. I believe I would have been able to, to prevent myself from experiencing a lot of that emotional mental trauma and frustration and being able to move ahead. And really, I think these tools are going to help you and be the distinguishing factor between keeping you stuck in pain, keeping you stuck in fear of working out, doing the workouts you want to do, being able to push yourself, and actually being able to move forward. And I tell my clients all the time, it's impossible to completely avoid pain. It's impossible to completely avoid flare-ups. As long as you're living your life as a normal human, you're likely going to experience muscle strains, ligament sprains, right? We just do. Stuff happens. But with these tools, being able to manage them, not only physically, but mentally, emotionally as well, is what's going to help you keep moving forward. And so that's what I want to share with you today. And really that first step is being able to have the awareness of what your brain is doing, being able to recognize what your thoughts are in that moment. So for example, I'll use my example when I was at the gym. As soon as I felt that pain, I assumed that pain meant that I re-herniated a desk, that I erased all the progress I've made over the past three years, that I was going to have to start over at square one. But that is not true. Instead, now I know that pain signal did not mean I damaged anything. It was simply my body's way of trying to get my attention. And this is what I want you to hear and take away from this episode, if anything. When you experience pain, it does not necessarily mean that something is damaged. Pain is a signal that your body sends you to get your attention. It's literally like your body tapping you on the shoulder. Be like, hey, hey, pay attention to me. Something's going on here that we don't quite love. We want to get your attention so that you can assess and analyze what's going on and make adjustments. 
That's literally what your pain signals mean. And we have a lot of research that shows our brain registers pain signals long before tissue damage occurs. And yes, I'm talking aside from like a traumatic injury where you like tear your ACL or or tear your Achilles tendon or something traumatic like that where there actually is tissue damage where you break a bone or something. I'm talking more about our general strains and sprains like you bend over and you feel a pop and a zinger down your leg and then you've got back pain and have trouble moving, right? Or like a client, for example, this week was moving a heavy a heavy basket and felt strain and then she had pain for several days. I'm talking more about those types of situations than the obvious actual tissue damage. And so I want you to know, again, even if it is a muscle strain or or ligament sprain, that's still your body's way of trying to get your attention. So for example, even going to this client, when she was moving this basket, she bent over and felt this pull and this strain. That was her body telling her, I didn't like the way that you were moving that basket or that basket was a little bit too heavy for what you were used to doing. Your your tissue isn't prepared to do that, right? So she recovered within a couple of days. She didn't damage anything. It was just her body being like, hey, let's pay attention to this and let's change some things about how we're going to do this next time. So remember, pain does not necessarily mean damage. And if I could go back and tell myself that in the gym when I experienced that zinger, I think that it would have helped me just stop and take a deep breath and and be able to change course a little bit. I think I would have been able to continue to do my workout and modify knowing that something wasn't damaged, but I just immediately feeling that pain went into that fight or flight mode. And I totally understand that when you're in the moment, it's really hard to stop and take a deep breath and think about what your thoughts are and and what you're making your pain mean. But I would encourage you to try. I hope this is helpful for you. Okay, so talking about the assessment. So this is what I teach my clients. This is what I do with myself. When you experience that pain, like that zinger or whatever your, how you would describe that strain feeling that you experience, I want you to assess, was this just a one-time thing? Like, did you move something heavy? Like my client's example, she felt that strain right when she was pulling her bin. Or did your pain come out of nowhere? And those can be a little bit trickier to understand and assess, but that's exactly what I want to help you discover and go through this process because I think especially right when we do something where we feel that strain, it's a little bit, it's obvious, it's easier to identify what created that pain. There's still some a couple steps that I want you to take after that, but the harder part is when you wake up one morning and you try and get out of bed and your back is super tight or you feel stiff or you feel like a sharp or pinchy pain when you try and stand up. And it can be hard to know what caused that if you didn't experience it right in the moment. And this is where that assessment can be super helpful because I think especially in those situations where it's like, where did this come from? I thought I was better. I thought I was totally healed can make you crazy and really, really frustrated. 
So the first thing I want you to think about is what has your activity level been like up until this point of experiencing this pain or this flare-up? Have you been going really hard at the gym? Have you been consistently increasing your weights for several weeks or several months? If so, that pain signal might just be your body asking you to rest or take a deload week, meaning decreasing the amount of weight you're using, backing off your weights a little bit, giving your tissue and your nervous system a little bit of a break, and then jumping back in. Or if you haven't been moving consistently, and maybe you got a burst of motivation, you got excited to try a new workout, and you jumped right back into a workout, That could also be your body signal be like, oh, that was a little too much. I think we overdid it. Let's let's back off here a little bit. Another thing I want you to think about is what else is going on in your life? For example, the last flare up I had was last winter. And Todd and I had, we sold our house last summer in Seattle and we decided to move around. We lived on Bainbridge Island here in Washington for six weeks. We were in Arizona for six weeks. Then we were renting an apartment out in Woodinville, which has wine country up here in Washington. And we were just trying to figure out where we wanted to go next and where we wanted to land. So we had been moving around for several months, packing up our stuff, putting it into storage, back and forth. And so it was a really high stress time. And I, in the new location we were at, we were in Woodinville. I wanted to try and find a local gym. And so, of course, I jumped right in. I wanted to keep up with the class. I wanted to do everything. I wanted to push myself. It felt so good to be working out with people again and totally had a flare up like sharp pain, shooting pain, couldn't move. And so thankfully at the time, I already had those tools to know like, ah, shit, I just overdid it. That was too much. It's okay though. I'm going to recover. I had my tools to recover. And then I I knew how to adjust. I knew that I overdid it. And I knew for me, I knew exactly what exercises did it because I could feel my back tightening up when I was doing them. But of course I kept doing them anyway, right? So these are all just data points. So I want you to think about too, if you had a flare up, are you super busy at work? Are you under some stressful deadlines? If you own a business, are you going through a launch, right? What is going on that could be leaving your nervous system a little run down? Are you recovering from a cold or something else, right? So all of these factors play a role in how much your physical tissue can tolerate. And then what I want you to think about too is when you're slowly reintroducing movement, listening and being hyper aware of what those or when those pain signals come. For example, after you've recovered and you're ready to try some more movement, let's say you try some body weight exercises what do you notice? Is it tension? Is it pain? Or does it feel totally fine? And if it feels fine, I want you to keep going and keep progressing. I always recommend my clients follow the 10% rule, meaning slowly increasing your weight or your intensity by 10% each week so that your tissue has time to adapt and slowly ease back in. 
And as you're doing that, paying attention the whole time, right? So I remember after my flare up last year, getting back into movement, it took me a couple weeks of doing body weight and super light weight. And I couldn't do every exercise. Some exercises didn't feel good. And that's okay to skip those. It doesn't mean you can't work out at all. It just means how can you pivot and find the exercises that do feel good and stick with those. And then maybe in another couple weeks, try those exercises that didn't feel so good and see how they feel now after giving yourself a little bit of time. And I think too, part of this is, and what I I guide my clients on, again, is knowing that this isn't the end of the world. It's not, it doesn't mean that you have to start over. It's really just a temporary, I think of like a stop sign, right? It's like a yellow light. It's not a complete red light unless you can't do anything without severe, sharp, stabbing pain. Then I definitely want you to go see a healthcare provider. But if your body is just like, oh, like something just feels off, right? And you know, like doing some specific movements or exercises just don't feel good, You can still proceed cautiously. It doesn't mean you can't do anything, but how can you also be smart about it? And especially as you're starting to feel better, as opposed to just jumping right back in, slowly testing the waters by using that 10% rule to increase slowly but surely. And like I mentioned, flare-ups are going to happen. Unfortunately, it's impossible to completely avoid pain and injury, but having those tools and that awareness, I think, is going to be super helpful, especially if you've been stuck in that cycle where you have a flare up and so you stop moving altogether and you're really frustrated, but then you feel better. So you try and exercise again and then you flare up, right? And you're just stuck in that cycle instead of continuing to move forward. And the last thing I want to leave you with, what I share with my clients too, is thinking about how can I best prepare to to handle these injuries, or I know I just said it's impossible to prevent injuries, but I also believe that that making sure that you're in the best possible state when you are working out is one way to prevent injuries. So for example, I want you to run yourself through the four S's every time you work out. How was your sleep last night? How much stress are you under right now? What is your sustenance intake for the day, meaning your nourishment? How hydrated are you? How well-fed are you? And making sure to incorporate strength training. So going through those four S's consistently is, in my opinion, the best way to set yourself up to at least handle those injuries when they happen. The stronger you are, the more regulated your nervous system is, the better your body will be prepared to recover and heal. So I hope that assessment, that really clinical objective assessment is helpful for you. And again, also just knowing that pain does not always mean damage is going to be beneficial for you and useful for you next time you find yourself in a flare-up or experiencing pain or just feeling frustrated and stuck to help you move forward. 
if this was helpful, I would love to hear from you. I would super appreciate you leaving a five-star review on Apple Podcasts or leave me a comment so I can hear if this was helpful for you. Or you can also find me on Instagram at Dr. Sam Chernock. The links are in the show notes, and I would really love to connect with you and hear your experience with handling flare-ups as well, or if there's anything I can do to help you and support you. As always, thank you so much for sharing your time and your space and your energy with me. I appreciate you so much, and I look forward to seeing you on the next episode. 